Welcome to session 11. We are global recruitment experts, entrepreneurs, and founders of 1111 Group of Companies. We are Tess and Alicia, and we deliver insider information and actionable practices to guide you through the ins and outs of your career journey. We are joined by thought leaders and entrepreneurs as they share exclusive tips to inspire personal growth and career development, bringing you one step closer to your purpose. Good morning, my hockey mama. <laughs> good morning, my darling. You've been such a good hockey mom this week. <laughs> so proud of you. <laughs> this week? Okay, your entire life, 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 motherhood. But this has been an intense hockey week. It hockey has. summer. I didn't even know that was a thing, actually, it's not to a be thing. honest. It's like preseason training for yeah. the fall. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I hadn't heard of it. Until now. But here I am. I got a glimpse into your beautiful car this morning. And it's filled with hockey equipment. To the brim. To the brim, to the point where I had to like put down the back seats yeah. to fit in the goalie equipment. Yeah. And it stinks. Oh my God. What are we going to do? I don't know. You just have to set fire to that car. We got to start I fresh. <laughs> I do. I think that's a good plan. <laughs> yeah. And you have two goalies. I love that fact. What are the chances? Never heard of that before. You know, I didn't really know what that meant until yeah. I moved to Canada. And then I yes. had these sons who are uber Canadians. Yes, they okay? are uber Canadians. Yes, yeah. they're just ice hockey players. When I say yeah. ice hockey, they're just like, it's hockey. You don't need to specify. You don't need to <laughs> differentiate between yeah. field or ice. It's yeah. like ice. Yeah. And apparently the goalie position is always somebody that's a little... Really? Apparently, this <gasps> is what I've heard. Like, what does that mean? Like, like a little. The fact people are like, like the fact that off. they have pucks like flying right. and they're choosing to be in that position. Yes. They're not, not in QR, not quite right. They right? are confident <laughs> human beings. Yes. And, and they have like, two. And you have two of them. So, yeah. It's like I once heard Michelle Obama, like, in obviously a more eloquent way, but she was like, think about what kind of person I am married to that thinks I can be the president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that takes a certain level of ego and confidence right. to go in there. That's really, really funny. Drawing a comparison here. <laughs> well, we know Jack's going to be <laughs> to the children and the prime Obama. minister. <laughs> exactly. Too funny. Okay, we have a super helpful episode today. We're going to be talking to our entrepreneurs around preparing for a pitch. Okay, so we're talking about, we're going to talk about practical tools and also mindful tools to prepare. Yes, this it, is so great. And right before we started, you said a pitch or a presentation. Yes, exactly. So that like includes any professional executive, manager, yes. working, individual contributor. Anytime you have to present, these tools are going to be really helpful. Exactly, exactly. Great. So we're just going to jump right in here and right. we'll start on the mindful side because why not? <laughs> and we like that the best, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> and I'd like to give some examples. We were talking about this a little bit before because these are practices that we talk about a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but I think in the context of preparing for a pitch, it always helps me to hear an example and then I can get going. Then I can start running with it. Right. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Great. Okay, great. So the first thing we recommend as a mindful tool for preparing for a pitch or a presentation is visualization. Mm -hmm. So when we say visualization, what does that mean? 
Right. So like as the name suggests, you're visualizing how you want the event to go before it takes place. So if I have a new client pitch that I'm about to do, I think as I'm going through my, I wake up in the morning, I'm going through my day and I'm probably making school lunches or driving to an early morning hockey practice. In my mind, I'm kind of visualizing to myself and I'm seeing myself walk through the presentation. I'm probably on a Zoom call. So I'm picturing the client and their face and I'm picturing myself (laughs) go through it and I'm picturing picturing them nodding. I'm picturing them smiling. I'm picturing myself like go through each slide really effectively and really land my points. And so I'm visualizing the best case scenario. Mm. So there is a lot of quality science around the art of visualization. And what it is, is another word for it is mental rehearsal. So we're mentally rehearsing how an event is going to go. And so when we are actually in that event, our brains kind of had a practice run. It already knows what to do. So your chances of success are a lot higher and you're more effective and you're running through it. And a lot of times the things that I've visualized, I'll notice on those calls Mm. happening, like the person nodding or asking a specific question or myself really nailing a point that I sometimes stumble over, right? That's so good. It's like muscle memory for your brain. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So you're just setting yourself up for success. And you're also doing this pattern interrupt. A lot of the times if I have a big pitch automatically the narrative that starts playing in my head is you're going to stuff it up there's no way they're going to go with you you're not good enough for this Mm -hmm. and so what I'm doing is I'm interrupting that thought pattern and I'm saying here's me delivering the pitch here's me yelling it here's them smiling and nodding here's them you know asking for the terms and conditions to review yes and so I'm just training my brain out of our negativity bias which we all have into the highest chance of success. Yes. Right. So then I'm going into that in the energy of the best possible outcome. Exactly. So creating new neural pathways right. to success. Yeah. Visualizing success. Okay. Yeah. Give me, I'm going into a pitch. Right. Which we do daily. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I would like this. I should call you before. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling nervous. I'm talking to a CEO, a founder pitching our company, talking about a business or a product. What are some things, you gave a couple of examples, but specifically that I can visualize happening as I'm preparing for my pitch? Yeah. So some of the things I already mentioned, like picturing their face, right? Or, you know, if you don't know what they look like, just put some avatars in there. Picturing them nodding, picturing them engaging with you, Mm -hmm. picturing yourself, you know, smiling and with your head high, your back straight, picturing yourself speaking clearly. Like that's an important one for me, right? Sometimes I'll speak too fast or Mm -hmm. I'll stumble and then it kind of throws me off. So Mm -hmm. I'm always like picturing myself, pacing myself really well. It's interesting you say picture their faces because anyone who's ever done a picture presentation, there are two kinds of people in this world, okay? Right. There is somebody, even if they are connecting to what you're saying, stone face. Yeah. It is the worst. I know. Or maybe they're not also the worst. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's really important because I think even if it is happening, you visualize them nodding and it's not happening in the pitch, you've already created that muscle memory. It's almost Mm -hmm. like you could 
override what is happening or just kind of think about your visualization when you're in the pitch as well. Because it can be really derailing to not feel like you're connecting in that way. Right. Yes. Agreed. Okay, great. So our second mindful tool is affirmations. And we've talked about this one a lot as well. Um, So similar to visualization in that it's like a preparatory tool, something you would do beforehand. How would you explain it? Yes. To again, set yourself up for success. So affirmations, like what's really important to remember about affirmation is don't bullshit yourself. Like Mm. don't say an affirmation like, I land this client and I receive $1 million tomorrow. Like, that's not helpful, You're not right? That You're not going to believe body. it. Yeah. So if I'm going into a pitch and I'm a little bit nervous about it or if it feels big, I'll just say things like, you got this. Yes. Like, I'll be saying it to myself or, you know, as I'm doing my makeup, I might be like, you got this, girl. <laughs> like, yeah. Or I'll just think, I'm calm. I'm steady. I articulate myself well. And I think if they're the right fit for us, if this is aligned, this is going to be ours. Yes. You know, like things like that, that I can get behind, that my spirit can get behind, that my brain can get behind. Exactly. But it's still also, again, doing that pattern interrupt where it's so easy to go into like, they're never going to go for this. Like, how did I land this? They're going to think I'm full of shit. Like, you know? Yes. Yes, exactly. Just little things you can get behind, but that are, affirming for you. And I think it's really important to remember that both visualization and affirmations, it can take seconds to do. Like you don't have to set aside half an hour before you're yes. to do these things. Like sometimes I'm doing this as I'm logging into my Zoom account. Yes. <laughs> I am running through the visualization of it going well. I am saying something positive to get yes. myself, you know, engaged in, in that kind of positive yeah. mind frame. And like, it's not like it's a, affirmations are a foolproof science where it's like, if I affirm myself, I'm going to get it. Yes. But I just think, wouldn't you rather go in feeling like this is a possibility for me versus, whoa, this is never going to happen for me. 100%. You know? Yeah. Okay, great. Our next one is breathing techniques. So this one I do all the time before we get on a pitch. I don't know if you do this. I do this as well when I'm logging. (laughs) Uh, So it's usually pretty last minute, but again, it literally takes seconds. It can take you from a fight or flight state into a calm, regulated state. There is science and research around this that you can look up. One of my favorite techniques and one of the most effective through research is what Andrew Huberman talks about all the time. So it's a double inhale, long exhale. So it mimics a sigh that a lot of babies, children do, animals do it to calm their nervous system. And they obviously, it's like an automated response, but we can do it ourselves in in a moment where you're needing to get to that regulated state. Right. So it's a double inhale. So, and then the second one can be really short and then a lengthy inhale. Exhale. So I I literally do that two or three times. Yeah. And I can notice a significant switch. So it's so easy and accessible and quick to do when you're going into pitch. Any yes. kind of pitch or presentation. And so I think the other side of this that's really important to underline for people is why does it matter that our nervous systems are regulated, calm, regulated yeah. and calm? Like why does she need to do that? 
when we're in a calm state, we can access peak performance, right? Exactly. So keeping that in mind and making that connection, we're not just doing this for fun. Yes. It's like we know the science is when I'm regulated, my brain is then available to help me perform, help me to think creatively, Yes. help me to increase all of my chances to succeed. And step into those new neural pathways that you've been working to create, right? Even this style of breathing, I had a really chaotic morning this morning with the boys hockey Mm -hmm. and driving all over town. Driving here to the podcast, I was doing that breathing to like calm myself or regulate myself because I was like, okay, now I have to shift into this work mode and record episodes of the podcast. And I don't want to come in here in this state where I'm like super chaotic, right? So helpful. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you, my darling. (laughs) And we have so many breathing techniques on our Chapter 2 Meditation Instagram account. Yes. There's a lot of resources, visuals to support in breathing techniques. So if the double inhale is not for you, there's a lot of others (laughs) that you can access really easily through our Instagram. Okay, great. So we're going to move into some more tactical tools. I'll take this first one because I actually do this. Yeah, great. <laughs> and I thought it was really important to mention because I've I've seen a lot of success out of this and it actually might come back around to creating muscle memory, which it certainly does, but it's practicing out loud. Yes. So I think it's one thing to run through your presentation or your pitch on your computer, clicking through the slides, you're kind of reading it in your head, but there is something so different about saying it out loud. I can catch myself being long-winded or stumbling on certain words or certain thoughts, you know, being able to come up with examples that I can have in my back pocket. So that all really flows to me through practicing out loud. Have you had that experience? Is that? I know that when we used to do this course and we were teaching interview skills, we always taught to like rehearse out loud your answers to certain questions. And I remember doing that exercise and seeing, oh my God, this really works. Right. And this is helpful. For our pitches, like I don't really practice out loud, but I'll do a lot of like visualization. Yes. And I guess it's because I've I've done the pitch so many times out yeah. loud, you know? Yes, yeah. <laughs> so it's not part of my like everyday yeah. routine for pitching. We actually recently had our pitch deck updated. Right. And it was sent to me five minutes before I had to get on with a client and oh pitch it. And there were all these new slides and I did this. I was like, I don't know what I'm saying for these right. new slides. Like I need to come up and see how the flow sounds and yes. not say things that I'm going to say five slides from now. Right. So I just did it. And, and it that was, was helpful. It was super helpful. Great. Yeah, really great. Okay, personalize with real life examples. I really like this one. You want to speak to this? Yeah, well, I don't know what you mean by this. Though. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I think when I was thinking about pitching or presenting, Sometimes I think it's really easy to get in like, I'm in corporate mode. I'm just speaking what's on my slides and talking about a product or talking about a service. But when you create a human aspect Mm. to it, when you create a connection Mm -hmm. to yourself, it is much more likely that somebody is going to want to engage with you, hire you, purchase your product, right? They're buying into a human being and not... So when you're on the pitch with the client... Is that what you're saying? Yes. When you're pitching your business, like we also uh, do this in our pitch deck. We talk about ourselves, our history. We talk about our intention with our brand, what matters to us, our values, 
Um, so we're giving and we right. give examples of how we give back to our community, what our values are. Yes, we do a um, ton of that in our pitch. Yes. So, I think when I get on a pitch, I just try to read the room immediately, right? Like, yeah. And see, is there a window for a small talk or do they need to get straight into it? Yes. Right? For sure. Um, so I always do that. And then if there's an opportunity for a small talk, I always love to ask where they're located because everybody's yeah. remote right now. We're yes. completely remote and we have global operations, right? So yeah. it's always great to understand, are they in New York? Are they in Sydney, Australia? Are they in Vancouver? And if they're in Vancouver, can we have lunch next week? Like, yes. you know, that type of thing. And then I'm just terrible because I'll just like go to the weather or something. <laughs> Super safe like that. That's okay. <laughs> what That's do you creating do? human connection. A hundred percent. It's just like exactly what you said. Some people are weather people. Okay. You're not going to talk yeah, about yeah. even their personal lives. Like yeah, yeah. their children, their dogs. It's like they're keeping it on the straight and narrow. You can. And Vancouver people love to talk about love weather. Love it. It's love raining it. again. <laughs> what do you figure? <laughs> And this kind of flows nicely into our next point, which is remember you are speaking to human beings. You had a really good kind of realization or viewpoint around this. I just think I've just had a lot of evolution in this area. Yeah. You know, like when we first started eight years ago, I just felt such an imbalance. Like I was down here, the potential client was up here and that I think totally impacted the way I was able to present or make an impact or come mm -hmm. across. And over time, it's like, oh, wow, we're actually, I'm a human, you're a human. I have a business, you have a business. Yes, I have deep expertise that can really grow your business. You're looking at potential partners and vendors. Let's see what magic we can make happen. So it's just kind of tipping the scales. And I think that's a real honest thing that a lot of entrepreneurs and small business mm -hmm. owners even executive face, it's imposter syndrome, yes. right? Like it's not an unfamiliar concept. But I think if you, you know, have an inkling like, oh, maybe I'm feeling like that right now. I think it's so effective to just get honest with it and then see how can I, you know, what can I do to remind myself, actually, we're the same. Yes. It's equal. What can I do to remind myself they can add value to me and I can add value to them, right? And start tackling it that way. Yeah, I love How that. How about you? Do you have any? Of course. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I think you nailed it around imposter syndrome. This yeah. is another way of saying that. And, you know, another <laughs> what popped into my head when you were speaking is everyone, you often hear, you know, picture everybody in their underwear. But what they're getting to the foundation of that is that everybody is a human being. You can't tell me yes. the person you're speaking to who might be the CEO of a Fortune 500 company has never walked into a meeting and felt less than or right. felt imposter syndrome, right? Yes. So we've all been in those places and in those shoes. And yeah. I think just remembering that because it's so easy when you're on the other side of the table, when you're the one pitching to think about that imbalance and let it overpower your mind. Yeah. Right? That whole saying that you just said, picture everybody in their underwear. I'm actually just seeing it differently now as like, we're all vulnerable. Like yes. we're all like exposed here yes. and you're safe. It's okay. We're all in the same boat, yeah. you know? Maybe we should start our pitches like that. Yeah. Everybody get <laughs> down to their underwear. You're safe here. <laughs> Let's see what you've got on today. 
Okay, so our last point here, I really love this one. I have to admit, I I've seen the TED Talk, but I don't do this. Okay. And I'd love to know if you do this. Of course. No, I've done it. Yes. Not a regular thing. You've never done this? I think just when I saw the TED Talk, I did it. But we're talking about the Amy Cuddy TED Talk, um, who talks about body language. So through her research, um, Amy Cuddy discovered that adopting high power poses. Yes can change our hormone levels and make us feel more confident and less stressed. Crazy. Which in turn has a positive impact on our success and well-being. So think about like standing with your feet apart, your hands on your hips. Power poses. Power pose, like really straight and confident. Mm -hmm. Like literally just standing there doing that before you're getting on a Or standing up like this. Like making (sighs) yourself as like wide as possible. Yes. Or like this. Like an alpha. Like a like Superman type yeah. pose, you know, Wonder Woman. Yeah. I remember doing this a few years ago. I was speaking at a conference mm. and I went into about five minutes before I went on to do my talk. I went into the bathroom, into a cubicle. And then I was just like standing there <laughs> like, yes. I can do this. Yes. I can do this. And then I just strutted out on stage like, yes. I got this. And it did kind of work. I think it just made me feel a bit more expansive, a bit more confident. Yes. Yeah. I kind of forgot about this one, but I think we got to bring it back. Yeah. And if you watch the TED Talk, it's Amy Cuddy on body language. She does explain the science behind it, which is really interesting. It's totally valid. (laughs) (laughs) This is real advice, everyone. Okay, amazing. I think that was some really helpful, useful, tactical tools, both from a mindful perspective as well as like I said tactical so we're going to give you a quick key takeaways here so what to remember uh, so the first one was visualization our second suggestion was affirmations our third was breathing techniques and just another little pitch to check out c2 really for all of those mindful uh, tools our fourth one was practicing out loud personalize with real life examples. Mm. Remember you are speaking to human beings and to utilize body language, your power stances before going into a pitch. Love that. We also have an upcoming digital course aimed at entrepreneurs, which is going to be launching September of 2023 on chapter two meditation. Fantastic. So there's going to be all of the things, basically meditations, affirmations, journal prompts, visualizations. To really support entrepreneurs in their yeah. journey. And also subscribe to our 1111 newsletter to get tips on what to include in your pitch, yes. key topics. So we have content around that that's exclusive in our newsletters. Amazing. That's a wrap. Toodles. Toodles. Thank you for tuning in to Session 11. You can find us on social media at 1111talent or at Chapter 2 Meditation. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. Our intention is to provide you with value. So if you got that today, please leave us a review and a rating. It really helps other people discover our potty. Okay, sorry about that. She's Australian. She means podcast.